Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. To Thursday Trots Live with Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Hello and welcome back to uh, to Trot's Life here on SEN Track. And we've got Jamie Cockshut on the line. He's going to give us his tips first. And we've got a, a special guest coming up, Lee Rand, after about 12.40. Um, I don't know whether you got a chance to listen in uh, a moment ago to, to Michael Garrett and what he was saying about the no deductions in New Zealand, Jamie. Oh, follow a little bit on social media, Jace, people saying this and saying that. But um, one thing, Mick has got a good point. Like, um, we can't bet into New Zealand now unless we use a, a VPN. Like, I used to do a lot of betting into New Zealand so I used to get really good rebates. But I don't... You know, the Australian government stopped that about five years ago when the New Zealand, New Zealand tab um, cut all accounts from Australian residents. So... And the small population of New Zealand, I can see where um, Mick's coming from. It's got its positives, but it is only for a month, isn't it, I think, Jason? Well, he thinks he's suggesting it's going to be going um, in perpetuity, ongoing now. Oh, Jesus! well, there'll be some Australian people getting some VPN accounts set up, mate, and trying to find a mate in New Zealand that can open up an account for them. But there's obviously going to be limits you can bet. You know, it's not going to be where you can try and get, you know, two and three grand on a horse. There's going to be... Um, other things, because I can remember, I think when I was betting there, New Zealand had been let you on any time to win 2000 Yeah, you know, yep. no matter who you was, if you wasn't winning pump, they'll still let you on to win 2000 Say so back something at 240 they'll let you on for 800 and whatever. Then they can wind it into $2, they'll let you on again to win another 2000 So, you know, it's, it's a good inno- innovative, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes long term, but they are leaving... You know, the door open for some people to take serious advantage of it, that's for sure. And, you know, there is a loophole there. Um, if there are battling owners and battling punters there that can, you know, try and pull a, a few shifty ones. But those days are probably over because there's too much scrutiny on people doing the wrong thing now with stewards. There's too much questions being asked, not like there was back in the 80s where you can nearly get away with anything, mate, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, 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 <laughs> I think this is open to, um, to, to, you know, a few things going down, but it will never be like the 80s again. Um, I might discuss that a little bit further right at the end of the show because it's sort of got, it's got me a little bit hot under the collar, a couple of things mentioned, but I'm um, certainly not going to... I've got great respect for Michael and not about to get into a... Blue with him on air, but um, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. For now, let's get to some tips at Lonnie. What are your best bets there? Uh, we'll start off in race one. Um, it's only a field of six, and most of them raced against each other last week, to be honest. But I'm, I'm going to go for ideal pace. 
He made a run of probably 500 metres out, you know, three and four wide. Hit the lead, just got run down late. But with that run under his belt, he's going to strip fitter and um, I just think he'll get the job done in the first at around the 2.40, mark. Move over to race four, number six, Alta Casino. Um, Christy Butler and Mark's done a great job with this horse since Joe Pace sent it across. This one's three out of four. It's going for four out of five. I can just see him pushing forward. If he finds a breeze, I think he can still win from there. If he finds a top, he's nearly a good thing, to be honest on his recent form, so he's worth a good play at those in that race. And then we'll head across to race 10, number five. Philly has got a fair bit of time for called Miss Pappenhausen. Um, she was our standout two-year-old filly last season. She's been away from the track for a while, but that's only because, you know, the season got pushed back and all our features are at the end of the season. And I'm sure Connections didn't want their ratings to be too high. So she resumes and um, drawn five. You know, I reckon Rowan's going to have to push forward and just trying to slot in, if not, get the breeze and, or even force the issue and fall on the top. But I think she can get the job done because she's only racing against a field of you know, horses that you know, just go OK, mate. So they're the main three. And there's a few value, I think, it's worth a play as well. Race two, number one, Gypsy or more. Um, there's two scratchings now, so the price is probably going to be a bit shorter. She was 450, I marked her, but now she's probably into 350. But I think she can lead, um, dictate and, and get the job done. Move over to race five, number 11, Get Home Roy. Um, he resumed with a very good win coming from back in the field, ran them up and raced past them. He's going to have to do similar again, but I think trainer Lee Rand's found the key to him um, by putting young Charlie Castles on, driving quiet and just coming with one run, and you know he can do that and win on Sunday night. And over to race six, number 11, Buster William. This is his race. He drops in grade, gets in well the claim for young Caleb Williams, who's driving well. He'll put him into the race from the bill, and I just think he can prove too strong for his rivals at around the you know, $4 mark. Um, the best at odds, it's a tough meeting to find one at odds, but race eight, number eight, Captain Cosmonaut. It's a stand-start race. He usually steps OK, and if a couple of fancy runs miss away, mate, don't be surprised to see him win a race at around the $20-odd mark. Then we'll go a quaddy. We'll go wide in the first thing. We'll go 3, 5, 9, 11, 12, and 13. Second leg, 8, 11 and 12. Third leg will go to numbers 1, 6 and 8. And last leg will go to numbers 1, 4, 8 and 14. And $54 gives us 25% of the dividend, mate. Beautiful. And, of course, one of those runners, get home, Roy, uh, trained by Lee Random. We're going to chat with him in about 10 minutes. But before we do, we're just um, riffing on the message about... Uh, normally, I write on a Tuesday and Saturday for the Herald Sun um, two different articles, but so besotted am I with... Uh, Former Taswegian Jack Law at the moment that um, I dedicated the entire column to him after, you know, it wasn't just what he did on Saturday night with Captain Belisario and Torrid Sane. There's just something, there's something pretty special about the kid. He's got, he's got a racing IQ of 160. He's a Mensa candidate racing IQ, and he just makes, he makes critical decisions and pulls things off. He, he reminds me of, uh, is there's some Nathan Jack about him, like he's. He's a special talent, isn't he? Oh, he is, mate. I remember when he was first burst on the scene in Tasmania as a young 15, 16-year-old. I think it only took me probably three months to identify that if this boy, you know, dedicates his time and puts everything in the industry, he'll he'll go to the top and he'll go to the top very quickly. You know, I think he's 23, 24, Jace. He's from a good family. His father, Mick, and his mum, and his mum, Tony, you know, you know, they're a good sporting family, or Tony is, and Jack's sister representing the stadium netball and that sort of things. And one thing about him, he's a Taswegian 
and then most of us most of us are pretty humble and and Jack's that sort of fella, mate. He's humble, he's down to earth, he hasn't got a big head, he he just takes it in his stride, you know, he's well spoken. And honestly, mate, he's a great um he's a great ambassador ambassador for the sport at, at such a young age and he's talent, he just oozes class and you got to remember, he's not aligned to any big stable either. You know, he's a freelance tradesman. He does a lot for the Douglas stable, as we know. But other than that, he's just like a freelance driver. And for him to to get to where he's got to in that time, it's just a testament to the young man's ability. Well, a couple of the, uh, you know, a couple of really good horses he's driven of late. I'm, I'm a massive fan of this Captain Belisario. Jane Davies was a, um, was a, uh, you know, the biggest in the game once upon a time. But um, she's only got a couple of horses these days. And also Mr. Hunter for, for Vince DeCoco, where we saw the big salute from Jackie. No, he's, he's a wonderful talent and he's a credit to Tasmania. We'll go to the news now, find out what's happening in the world, come back. And, uh, and Jamie will have a good chat with a great journeyman and a very good trainer, a very good horseman named Lee Rand.